Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Wellness road tested. Lauren. Yeah? Did you know that using the word no is considered part of your self-care. No. Oh, you got the hang of this already. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon, And this is Self-Care Club Wellness Road Tested. But before all that, there's just time for this. Wellness News Flash. Are you experiencing anxiety and very high levels of stress? Along with the rest of the world? Yes, we are. Well, guess what? what? I have found the solution for our wellness newsflash this week. Bring it. Hug a cow. Sorry. <laughs> cow hugging. Cow hugging. Cow hugging is a thing. Right. An article in Eerie News. What says, news? Eerie. E-R-I-E. I think that's Is this like, like a, Eerie, a farming Eerie? publication? I've no idea. Okay. I just found it in one of my Google alerts right. and I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Let's hear it. Fifth generation dairy farmer John Maxwell says cuddling his girls, i.e. cows, releases feel-good vibes. It gets your mind off the things that are worrying you, he says. One of his parents passed away sadly and to just be part of the cows, to feed them, scratch them, sit down with them, he said it has helped him so much. Cow hugging helps promote positivity, reduce stress, increases the hormone oxytocin, which we talk about quite a lot we on do, here. We do, yeah. And it is the social bonding hormone. Nurse practitioner Chris McCormick says our bond with animals can benefit our mental health, reduce anxiety, reduces blood pressure and reduces heart rate. This theory extends to our pets. When people experience anxiety, pets become their way of getting out of their apartment or out of their home, says McCormick. John knows that each of his 240 cows by name, and he knows them personally, apparently. This guy is seriously (laughs) into the cows. He says Mm. the best things in life are right here amongst the cows. According to researchers, cow hugging has been happening across the Dutch countryside for more than a decade. Mm. what do you think I think maybe the Dutch farmers need to find themselves some special friends I mean I wouldn't want to hug a cow but I do understand like you know when we did goat yoga so I do understand that there can be huge benefits to it I can see why you're talking to a woman who sleeps cuddling a spaniel so I get it and probably it's quite nice to hug a cow but they're probably a bit smelly I wouldn't it's really smelly but also quite dangerous 
reckon? Depends on yeah, the cow. I think you well, because he get crushed. Well, he knows his cows. He's he obviously yeah looks after the cows. I don't think we should be recommending that our listeners go into a field and start to try and sort of cuddle a random. Cow. Well, I have got a bit of a surprise for you. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not cow hugging, uh, okay. but it did spark off an idea yes. for our next practice. Yeah. Yes, we are going to be trying out tree hugging. Who even are you? <laughs> That's what we're doing next week. Good grief. Should we get on with today's show? Let's. When someone asks you for a favour or invites you to an event, do you find yourself immediately saying, sounds great, I'd love to, before you have even mentally processed the request? If so, you are certainly not alone. Many of us are taught to be people pleasers and say yes automatically, even when we actually want to say no. What uh, helped me the most is that I realized that part of my identity is saying no to things I don't want to do. We could say that the people pleaser is a liar. Your yeses and nos are what boundaries are made of. We always hear about how important it is to say no. We often fear that the consequences of saying no will be greater than the benefit of saying no. And your story is being shaped by what you are saying yes to and what you are saying no to. We have internalized the message that being a good friend, partner, employee, parent and general human being means always having to say yes. Most of the time, not being able to implement the no in our life lies in some very unconscious beliefs. We don't want a confrontation. We don't want to let the other person down. We don't want to seem selfish and we want to be likeable. But when these beliefs are played out, we risk causing ourselves stress, mental exhaustion and resentment. Millions of people suffer from what psychologist Harriet Breaker calls the disease to please. Harriet says we've become so addicted to the approval of others and so fearful of anger, confrontation and rejection that we agree to every request. And this comes with serious physical and emotional consequences. It's true that sometimes saying no will hurt someone else's feelings. You may even disappoint someone you admire. (gasps) God forbid. But you are also fostering resentment and regret when you don't honour yourself and your own needs. This leads you to be even more critical of yourself and spirals into negative self-talk, which can lead to symptoms of anxiety and depression. Not saying no has some serious side effects. Studies show that saying no is more challenging for women because of societal pressures to be likeable. No shit. (laughs) Men are still seen likeable if they're assertive, while women are more likely to be seen as likeable if they're compliant. Again, no shit. Yes, and this is part of the bloody problem. Yeah. People pleasers may think they're good at making other people happy, but their real talent lies in making themselves miserable. Is it not better to say no to someone's request than to be overworked and stressed just to appear nice? Saying no is not just about what someone may ask of you. It's also about the boundaries you set with yourself. The relationship you have with yourself very much depends on what you do and don't allow into your space. And learning how to say no is a great place to start. No is the <laughs> ultimate power word. you got the hang of that. No. I you? have. <laughs> you are the most important person in your life and you must put your own feelings and needs at the centre of your life. Yes. This can feel quite challenging, especially when your needs conflict with those of someone you care deeply about. While prioritising your own needs over those of someone else might sound selfish, 
it can and will be a profound act of self-care. Yes. Sing it, sister. (laughs) Don't know where that came from. Saying no is often the most generous thing to do. Asserting ourselves frees us from making shallow and insincere commitments and it ensures we commit to things we really want to commit to. This allows the people in our lives to always be able to trust our word and our integrity. Saying no leaves space for us to say yes to the things we want for ourselves. This is not a selfish act. It is an honourable one. Mm. Oprah said that. Did she? Yeah. I use it whenever I can. Love it. Patty Brightman and Connie Hatch say in their book, How to Say No Without Feeling Guilty, out of guilt or fear of confrontation, we take on more projects, invest in someone else's priorities, and in the process, we dissipate our most valuable personal resources, time, energy, and money on things that just aren't important to us. Each time we agree to something, without enthusiasm for interest, we waste a little more of these precious resources. So, if you find that you're spending your time participating in activities or arrangements that make you feel resentful, exhausted, or down on yourself, we at Self Care Club have spent a whole week building up our no muscles. And we're about to share with you and each other what our findings were. So here are a few guidelines that we followed in this week's practice of saying no. Say no to the request, not the person. You're not rejecting the person. You're just declining their invitation. So separate that in your head. Kindness and respect go a long way here. I love that. I love that because people seem to, people think that if you say no, you are immediately going to upset the other person. But actually it's not a personal thing. Yes. So you get to just break that down a bit. I like that. Be appreciative. It's almost never an insult when people make requests of you and thank them for thinking of you or making the request for the invitation and then politely decline it. (laughs) The less said, the better. My dad's always gone on about this one. Don't over-explain. Oh, I am such an over-explainer. My dad taught me this at a really young age. He said, if there is something you don't want to do or is there something you can't do, you don't need to go into the whole thing of why, where, what, who, what, where, when and why. Because the more you say, the more you're opening yourself up for questions. My God, that's just like resolved something in my own head like just now in that moment. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Just simply say, no, thank you. Now, you can always counter offer with what you can or cannot do. Yeah. I.e., can you make 12 cookies for the bake sale? I can't. No. But what I can do is help you out for an hour on the day. Yeah. Make sense? Total sense. Yes. It's okay to be selfish and put your own needs first. If you prioritize that person's needs over your needs, you'll find your productivity will suffer and resentment will mount. Mm. And tell the truth. Lying will most likely lead to guilt and this is what you're trying to avoid. So say no from a place of truth. I think there could be a little bit of confusion in this one, couldn't there? Because if, say, someone invites you over for dinner you don't want to go, yeah, being truthful would be, I'm, no, thank you, I don't want to come. Yeah. So, but that truthful is unkind. Yes, it does. So I think, like, pick your truth. Mm. Or, or you could say, no, thank you, I want to stay at home and just relax tonight. Because that's also true. I, if you said that to me, though, I would take that as a bit of a rejection. If you said to me, no, thank you, I need to stay home and relax tonight, but I'd love to come next Wednesday, yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yes, that's the counter off a bit. Yeah. But what if I don't want to come next Wednesday? 
then you and I've got a bit of a problem. <laughs> but you see, this is the whole problem with no, it's a very grey mer- By the way, I do want to come next Thanks. Wednesday. <laughs> you can't because it's right now it's illegal. But it, Listen, it takes practice. All of it takes practice. So choose some easy, low-risk situations in which you practice saying no. You can say no to a waiter. If they offer you dessert, who's going to say no to that? Um, go into a room by yourself, shut the door and say no out loud 10 times. This might seem ridiculous, but really, if you are really bad at saying no, then just get those muscles moving. Most importantly, focus on your yes. This is my favourite one. When you're saying no to something, you're leaving space for a yes to something else. So focus on that rather than the no. For example, exactly what you said. No, thanks. I don't want to go out tonight. But what your yes is, is I want to stay home and get an early night. So focus on the yes. Yes. Yes and no live in the same territory, someone told me. Mm. They go together hand in hand. So when you say no, you're saying yes to something else. Now, I know you were feeling very up for this week's challenge. Yes, I was. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Um, yes, I was because I think it's it's something I coach on a lot. Yeah. It's something that women are notoriously, uh, n- notoriously struggle with. Yes. For all the reasons that we've just yes. said. Um, and I am a believer that no is a full sentence and no is an imperative part of your self-care because Mm -hmm. it comes under boundaries. So I felt this week like you were kind of already the guru master and I was like the apprentice. I did. I can't imagine you have a hard time saying no. Well, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) But like with all the mental challenges, I was quite apprehensive. More apprehensive about the mental challenges. Why do you think that is? I don't know why it is, but I always am. I'm much happier to do the physical stuff than the mental stuff. I do find it a a, a balk at it. Like you put it up there, and I my immediate reaction is no, no, (laughs) no, no. Um, But but but, but that's but it's a challenge, and it's an edge for you, and it's hard. And I think that's great that you're saying that because it is hard. It is. It. it, I knew it would be a stretch for me Mm. this week, and I do have problems saying no, even though you might not think that of me I think it's very ingrained in me as a woman yeah and I think um it's also to do with conditioning yeah I also Absolutely. think I'm the eldest child in my family and I think that makes you quite a conformist so I relate to all the things that we've just talked about about I want to avoid confrontation yep. I'm obsessed with not seeming selfish um or letting people down and on the flip side of that, I've definitely historically sucked up lots and lots and lots of things that I've said yes to, which were detrimental to me or have made me feel resentful. Yeah. This is what I was thinking going into this week. Now I'm older, when I look back on lots of those things, I do wish I could rewind and say, actually, no, thank you. Mm. On many things. Wow. That's but, quite a powerful statement. Yeah. And a lot of women that say to me, about about this subject about no and yeah. they, or if I, if I'm encouraging let's say I'm talk, say a friend's talking to me about something that she doesn't want to do or she needs to go and stand up for herself in a certain situation yeah. and I say and I encourage them to say no and say what you're feeling and stand up for yourself and stand in your truth and all of that they always say exactly what you said I don't like confrontation you're really good at it I don't like it mm. but can I just say I don't like confrontation either who does what kind of person men, men do they probably don't see it as confrontation. 
do they? They just no, see it as having an open conversation. As, that's how I feel, and so there you go. There it is. But but that is but that's how it should be. I think I agree. But that's what I'm saying is my my stuff, my issue with the no is conditioning. Yes, be a good girl. Yes. Yes. Right? Of course. <laughs> girls are compliant. Yes. Girls are good. Women, Men are assertive. Girls are compliant. Right. And when you are assertive, you're a bitch. Yep. And let me tell you something. I'm, I'm quite assertive. I'm quite assertive, but... Uh, but I've offended a lot of people in the process. Have I've you? Ne- yes. And I've never meant to because that's not... That's never my intention. But because it's an uncomfortable, unusual thing to do, which is to say the things that you want and don't want... Mm. It's not very encouraged in society. For women. Yes. I think we're dealing really with a bigger issue here, which is that we need to raise girls who feel confident in saying no thank you and not having to explain themselves. Yes. And that they are not seen by their male counterparts as difficult. Yes. Bitches. But that we don't have any control over. Well, we, so, do, but that's, well, we but, do if we're raising them. And we you're do, right. You're you get on with that bit, and I'll get on with the women. You get on with the boys yeah. of how it's seen, because I think that is vital. And I know we're not summing this up yet, but I would like to put this at the top of the show: is that I don't think this practice is about saying no. I think it's about making peace with upsetting somebody else. Yes, and also about feeling that it's okay. To say no. Yes. And it's that's, a, it. and that's it's, the end of the sentence. It's okay to say no. <laughs> and I love that it's the end of the sentence, but I do need to add something to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll make a new sentence. Go on. It's okay to say no, and it's okay for someone else to not agree with you or for someone else to see you as someone who isn't compliant. That's okay too. This stuff gets easier as you get older. Yes. And I think it does. We we've had this conversation before, but we've both found Turning 40 was just fucking great. Life changing. <laughs> yeah. Life changing. Because you can sit in your knowledge, yep. wisdom, aging, whatever you want to call it, yep. your power. Yep. And you do feel the ability to say, this this is who I am now. Yeah. And I I feel differently about things and I'm happy to say that. And I'm getting better with not everybody understanding me and not everybody liking me I have learned that it is so much more important to stand up for myself and stand for myself than it is to worry and stress about what everybody thinks of me yeah This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. 
We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. WrestleMe is a show where two men watch every WrestleMania from 1 to 37, unpicking the multicoloured threads that tie it all together. I think it's slightly something to do with the fact that Americans don't really like cell phones, do they? Right. I think they've all got basic ones, <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's a big shout. It is a big shout, but I mean, there is something funny about it, like text messaging never took off in the States. What? I'm, uh, come on now. Never been big. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're a lapsed fan or someone who doesn't give a flying laureate about it, there's something for everyone. If you can get a crowd to boo you for kicking a fabulous ladder. Fabulous ladder. And the crowd are booing. Yeah. I get just, off that lovely ladder we've just learned about. It's a beautiful polysexual ladder. It's a, it's a beautiful Hyundai shabby yeah. chic creation. If you climb up to it, ecstasy yeah. can be found at the top. <laughs> Listen via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. WrestleMe is a Stakhanov production. I want to hear about your week first. Okay. So day one of saying no, and I was a bit concerned that I wouldn't uh, find things to say no to because, or the, the any new things to say no to because you know I'm used to saying no to my kids and all that they listen like, no, you cannot have that chocolate before bed. No, you cannot take that whole chocolate bar to school as a snack. You know those kinds of no's. No, you cannot watch another episode of Modern Family before you go to bed. It's nine o'clock go to bed. Um, so those no's are kind of solidly in place, not that anyone takes any notice of them. Um, anyway, I have been getting a couple of messages from Mindful Chef, which is a food company that delivers healthy meals to your door. This is, that is totally irrelevant. But basically, um, so my random. card details had expired and I hadn't updated them. So they kept contacting me and I kept getting to call them. Anyway, I just called them. And a delightful guy on the other end of the phone said, I'll take your payment details now. And then this whole thing came over me. I'm like, oh, my God, what if this is a scam? And I, I'm sure it wasn't. But I thought there is that possibility. Now, normally I would have just gone along with it with the guy. Who, oh, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's fine. My intuition and the fact that I have saying no at the forefront of my mind. So I said to him, can I update this, my card, my payment details online he goes you can but I can do it for you now and it'll probably be easier I said no thank you I'm going to update them on uh, your website because then I know I'm in control but normally I would have gone along with that so my first no already come into place I've been really good about it and it allowed me to listen to my intuition of what I'm more comfortable with so thank you no and this is only day one so <laughs> I'm mildly disappointed with that, Nicole. I was hoping for like some big shit here, but we've just got like a mindful chef scam going on. I mean, 
It was a bit rubbish. I agree. But it was a no. And it was I, a no. And it, it, I it, give you that. It yes. was a no. Yeah. And I started to learn very quickly through the week that because we're not going out much yeah. and because there's not much social interaction. Nothing. Um, this is it for us. So this is our social interaction. This is it. This is where I get sort of all dressed up. And t- yes, exactly. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of moving parts to our life that aren't happening. Yeah. Here's the second voice note. Right, I've had to take a lot of painkillers today because I've got a very, very bad back and it's not, I don't feel very well from it. Um, so in the spirit of saying no and focusing on what my yes is, um, normally I would come home, cook dinner, do the washing, empty the dishwasher, you know, the normal stuff that needs to be done to run the house. I'm saying no to all of it and I'm saying yes to, I can't believe I'm saying this, lying on the couch and watching two, maybe three episodes of Shit's Creek because it makes me laugh and I'm feeling quite sorry for myself and in the spirit of this week, that is what I want to be doing. So I'm going to focus on my yes. Did you feel selfish doing that? No. Okay. End of sentence. Okay. <laughs> no, because I was just about to justify it. No. No, because this is the practice. And it, and it's uncomfortable and it's a bit weird and everyone's like what what are you doing I'm like yeah. I'm I'm laying down at six o'clock in the in the evening and I'm watching Shit's Creep because that's what I want to do that's it it yeah. was and it was uncomfortable it was weird yeah I, I get that I really get that so so that was so that was two different examples of one listening to my intuition yeah of saying no when yeah. to say no yes a, a bit of a crappy example and the second one was just how to focus on my yes yeah. Then my daughter calls me the next day from school. They finish early on a Friday Mm -hmm. and she wants to go to back to a friend who lives in St. John's Wood and they were going to hang around wherever they were going to hang around. By the way, St. John's Wood is nowhere near where I live. So they were going to hang around and she was being really vague about what she wanted to do. And I was like, just tell me what it is you want. Anyway, so she she was like kept changing the plan. And I said, you know what, Daisy, I'm not comfortable with this. You don't have any money. And she is literally on the other end of the phone, desperate to go back to his friend, screaming at me. And I said to her, no, absolutely no, you're not going. I don't know where you are. I'm not going to St. John's Wood on a Friday afternoon. It's going to be a two hour round trip. It is a no. Yeah. And she went mad she yeah. was so annoyed um now that was it wasn't the best way to communicate i didn't do any of those steps but i did say no which i probably ordinarily would have found myself checking up st john's wood and it did it feel good uh it felt good that i didn't have to go on the whole long-winded journey after on a friday but i'd upset her in the process and then it it became about how it was handled rather than the no itself it was a hard no. I'd call that a hard no. It was a hard no, but I handled it badly. Why did you handle it badly? Because it turned into a row. Okay. And then it was about the row. Right. So another thing that I learned this week was you can say no, but you have to do it in a gracious, manageable, communicative way. Because if you don't, then it becomes about something else. It's a hard one because that's a no about somebody else. So there was always going to be a confrontation there. Yes. Yes. Right. And also to me, that comes under the category of children and boundaries. I'm a very strong believer that children need boundaries and no is not a dirty word when it comes to parenting. I know it's very unfashionable to say no to children now and you're supposed to just do whatever it is they want to do and accommodate it. But I'm I'm old school and I believe children need boundaries to feel safe and secure. I agree. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute, actually, about the parenting no. Yeah. 
Um, to me, that's a slightly it's a different separate no. category. It lives in a different world. Yes, I agree. Right. So I'm good with no. Yeah. Okay. I've worked on no. Mm-hmm. I have done this work before. Yeah. I've had to say no many, many times in my hairdressing because I would have worked seven days a week, 24 hours a day yeah. if I didn't. So I did learn at quite an early stage that no was imperative for my self-care. Because if I kept saying yes to all my clients and all their demands and all Mm. their needs, then I would have completely burnt myself out. Yeah. So that has been very, very helpful. Yes. Um, There was an unpleasant situation that happened this week with uh, one of the mothers at my child's school. I mean, it was just just not a very nice exchange between me and her. Right. And without going into too much detail... um, she sent me a message. It was actually an apology. And I thought to myself, shall I reply? Because we'd already had a bit of an unpleasantness and I just wanted the whole thing to just go away and stop. Um, and I thought I could reply and I could get my point of view across and I could, you know, there were a million things that I could have said. And I actually thought, no, I'm not going to reply because I don't want this energy anywhere near me. It's, this is her stuff. This is her thing. And I just, I'm going to remove myself from this. Mm -hmm. So that was quite a big no. Yeah. So my yes was to just keep staying in sort of good thoughts and good energy because she created negative energy for me. So there was a no and yes Mm -hmm. battle there. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Want to hear about my week? Yes. It was a slow start, Nicole. There's nothing going on socially. So there's not a lot to turn down. No. It's not like, you know. I'm saying, no, I can't come to dinner. Oh, no, I can't go to the theatre. But that's why it was more of a mental no, it wasn't it? I'd actually was... love to have some things to say no to, to be honest. Spent the afternoon telling Nicole how opportunities for no are just not arising this week and this isn't going to be possible to do in a podcast. She said, it'll happen. Well, lo and behold, it's happened. It's half past ten at night I didn't eat dinner tonight because I was driving oldest child to football and back from football, so everyone else ate. The sink is now full of dirty dishes. Why? Because the dishwasher's clean, so nobody can be fucked to empty the dishwasher, so let's just leave it for mum to do. Even though mum didn't actually eat anything, she should empty the dishwasher and then do all the clearing up. Well, fuck that. The answer is no. No, mummy is not cleaning up the kitchen at half past ten at night. Mummy is going to watch Netflix. So there you go, Nicole. It's the first no of the week. Yeah. How'd it go down? Well, it didn't go down because no one cared. And, and that's the thing. It's like, who actually cares if the kitchen's a mess? Well, only me. So I just thought, if I do this tonight, I'm just going to be resentful and cross for the rest of the evening. No one cares. No one's asking me to do it they're just not doing it so I'm also gonna not do it the next day I did do it oh you had to come down to it the next day but you know what it didn't matter because I had a bit of what was left of the evening and the next day it wasn't a thing so it was more like just in the moment I didn't you know did you not feel the need to uh, like pick them all up on it and say, I'm not doing this and you need to do that? Because I would have made a whole song and dance of that. If it was 10.30 in the morning, yes, but not half past 10 at night. Who has the energy for that at that time of night? It was more about me. Do I want to now spend half an hour doing this? No, I don't. I will feel resentful and angry. I'd rather not do okay. it. So that was that. was that. It was a boundary for yourself. I like it. Thanks. 
So this is just another little no that I found in my day. Alongside saying no this week, we are also testing out period pants. Um, and it's day two of my period. It's a bit of a shocker. It's quite a heavy one. Sorry for the TMI. I've just got out the shower. I'm lovely and clean. And the thought of marinating in my own blood oh. in period pants all day is making me feel not happy. So <laughs> I am just going to say no to period pants for the day and just go back to my trusty old lunette cup. And that's that's just a little self, self-preservation, shall we call it, just so that I feel fresh and clean and a bit happier today because Lord knows it's bad enough feeling like this today with the backache and the stomach cramps. And I don't really want to add feeling grim on top of that. So that was two. Did you feel empowered by... No, they are good examples. It doesn't matter how big, how small. I gave a mindful chef example, for goodness sake. Mm. It doesn't matter. It's Mm. about... And you can start small with your no. Mm. You know, it's about building that muscle. Well, I built it a little. Yes. And then towards the end of the week, something else happened. I decided to just tell you about, not record. So um, it did stretch. It did stretch my no muscle. It's actually, to be honest, still stretching it. Okay. Um, I was asked to drive somewhere on the motorway over half town. <gasps> Ooh. Now, just to put it into context, we'll have to deal with this some other week in the future. But I've got this recent nonsense of this like phobia of driving on motorways. I've been driving for twenty two years. I don't know where it's come from. We'll put that aside for now. But just to know, it's a thing. So. My instinct was just to automatically say yes to the other person um, to make their life easier and also not to cause a fuss because I thought if I say no, then there'll have to be alternative arrangements made. And God forbid I'm anything but compliant. (laughs) Yeah. And also I knew that the other person would be very understanding and very accommodating about my reaction and my reasons. So this was actually about me feeling embarrassed to say no and feeling uncomfortable about being seen to be difficult or to be a burden. Yeah. So it was a struggle. Jesus, it's so weird, isn't it? But it was, the struggle was if I did say, yes, yes, it's fine. Don't worry. I'll just do the drive. I knew I was going to have a whole week of feeling anxious. You don't have to feel, you don't have to say yes. That's the, you don't have to say yes anyway. And I knew that if I said no, sorry, I can't, or just no, I would immediately feel relaxed and not have to spend a week feeling worried and anxious yes. about having to do yes. this. So what I settled on was a kind of suck it and see approach. So the option is, and it's actually not happened yet because it's happening tomorrow. So the option is um, I, I, I don't have to do it. She can actually do it and it won't make a difference to our outing. So I, I had to honour my needs and I had to be a bit selfish to prioritize myself even over someone I care very much about and didn't want to annoy but she made me feel very safe in that I wasn't letting her down she totally understood I wasn't being silly she didn't make me feel guilty or bad or anything so I would just call it a a kind of weak no because I did as in like not a strong no a weak no because I felt like even though I said no I had to endlessly justify it and not just go no that's my boundary no but you don't so, have <laughs> but you don't have to say it like that because I don't think anyone would be uncomfortable to go sorry no not even sorry no can you drive on the motorway no N- no one would speak that way unless you're a bit of an asshole. yeah 
it's an unpleasant exchange and that's not very communicative. I think any woman, I don't know about, I'd have to ask my husband how he would feel about that. But I think any woman would struggle with saying no and not backing it up. And I know we said the less said, the better. I don't think that's a weak no. I think that's a no. And that's your no. Mm. And I'm pleased that you said no because why why do we have this innate feeling that we have to do things that we really have fear about doing and don't want to do and it's going to cause you immense anxiety just to well, make the other person reasons, comfortable because i don't want to be seen as difficult i don't want to be a burden i don't want her to be sitting there thinking oh for god's but, sake but in but in this show yeah what we're highlighting is the impact that that has on you as a person and, well, that, and that's so negative. Yeah, well, that was why I ended up saying, well, that's why we came to this, you know, this other compromise. Yeah. So because I, I knew by saying, yeah, 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 no problem. Yeah. I would have had a whole week of feeling really, really stressed yeah. and anxious and worried. And yeah. I don't really want to feel like that. Can we make a pact now with one another? And I think I've said this to you before, but I'm going to broadcast it. So Come we've on. actually got Say it. proof yeah. by people listening. Yeah. I would like us to have the relationship where we can say no and yes to one another openly without either one of us taking it personally or judging one another for not being compliant. Because it's bollocks. And I want you to be able to say whatever you think and feel in front of me because I trust you and I know who you are and you don't have to keep proving to me that you're a people pleaser or easygoing. I just want you to be you. Well, thanks. I will say to you, I will try. Okay. I, I perfectly trust you to do that with me. Do I trust myself to do it with you? Mm, I'd say 80%. Okay. Well, that's good. But I'll try. Thank you. And if there's something that you don't want to do, please know that you have the freedom to say no. But like tree hugging. <laughs> do you not want to do tree hugging? I will certainly do tree hugging. I, I, I feel I can say yes to the tree hugging. I do. Just know that it's an open dialogue. You can always say no here. Thank you. And I think that that's how more relationships need to need to run and to make it, as you said, this this friend made it safe for you to show up and tell her what it was you needed. But that's also to do with the relationship. So the relationship is I love her. She loves me. So I feel OK saying, listen, I am a bit of a twat about this at the moment. That's just how I am. And with her saying, you're not a twat and I understand and it's OK. Yeah. So. Maybe it's a bit to do with that. You know, you practice your nose with those who you feel safe saying exactly. no with. As yeah. we said in the intro, practice it yeah. in like low level situations. Yeah. Not that this was a low level situation. So back to when I didn't respond to this woman who'd sent yes. me this apology. Yes. I mean, she'd done something to really upset me. Yes. Now, normally what I would do, because this is the polite, conventional, what society expects of us to do, is reply back, go, it's fine, don't worry. Mm. Um, it wasn't fine. Mm. Not that I want her to worry. Mm. Um, and I don't feel that it's my job to make her feel okay about it. It's We're not, not friends. It's not your job. It's not my job. No. But, I would but I would automatically normally do that. So by not responding to her, that was a very big statement. Well, no response is quite a big response. Yes. I, I would right. say. And yeah. I And I kept going over it in my head thinking I could just make this polite and make know, this okay we had a whole lunchtime discussing yes. this in detail yes and, and I, I went away yeah. and thought about it and I thought this woman is not part of my life yeah she's done something unpleasant yeah and unnecessary in my opinion I'm sure she's got a very different story and that's fine this is not someone I need to worry about 
because yeah. we're not friends. Yeah, silence so, is a statement. So you know what? That's fine. I appreciate the apology, but and we're done. And it felt quite empowering. Good, um, but uncomfortable. Yeah, of course, because it's not conventional. Should we sum this up? Let's. Going back to this parenting no thing, and I realised this week that there are many different versions of the word no. Yeah. And so I broke it down. Okay. They, they all live in different lands. Okay. Don't they? Let's start with mental no. This is the land of the overthinker. Mm. Everyone who lives in mental no land is worried about what they should do and what they shouldn't do. The word no doesn't exist, so everyone's thoughts are free to spiral out of control in mental no land. The people who live in mental no land know that they don't feel good, but they don't understand why. They think an awful lot, so much so that they actually can't get anything done. The weather is very temperamental in mental no land. It rains one minute and gusts of winds the next. It is a very unsettling place. Mm. People walk around muttering to themselves, not making much sense. And the mayor of Mental No Land speaks on a megaphone all day and night, repeating the thoughts in everyone's heads. I don't do enough. I've eaten too much. I haven't eaten enough. I really should do more. I really should do less. I'm not good enough. I feel exhausted. I am exhausted. My thighs are fat. You need to be better. I don't do enough. I've eaten too much. And this goes on a loop in Mental No Land. It's a very busy, bustling town. Lots of traffic and noise and concrete lives in Mental No Land. Then we move on to parenting no land, yeah. which is what we were talking about before. This is the land of parents who cannot say no. It's pretty scarce and the land is barren. The weather is cloudy and everyone walks around upset, confused and has a headache. Every parent here understands that saying no is only met with immense moods, tantrums and difficulty. So the word no is avoided. Yet somehow every parent still feels upset, confused and has a headache. Parenting no land is very noisy and unpleasant. It's on a constant roundabout. It never stops moving, but nobody gets anywhere. Then we move on to expectation land. This is the land where everyone believes they must do everything for everyone else. It's bleak here. The weather is very humid and hair is always frizzy. (laughs) There are cactuses which prick you and a sandy landscape which gets in your shoes, making life pretty uncomfortable. Nobody knows what the rules are here and what anyone expects of them because nobody asks. That would be considered rude in expectation land. Here everyone dresses the same, behaves the same and by spending all their time trying to please everyone, no one says no here. People smile like robots and are only ever courteous and polite to one another. Strangely, the people of expectation land are exhausted, drained, anxious and sleep deprived. The roads are windy and there's lots of ways to get lost. All roads somehow lead back to the same fucking place. No one gets anywhere in expectation land. There are no flowers, plants, trees, insects or natures of any kind because nothing can grow here. Then we move on to the town of do what the fuck makes you happy land. (laughs) Here you get to say and do whatever the hell you want. People who live here smile, laugh and skip. People can say no here as much as they need to. It is understood that saying no is imperative for your self-care. People want the best for one another and encourage one another to use boundaries and stand up for their own personal wants, desires and well-being. Flowers grow and the lands are rich and prosperous. It is bright, music plays and the land is full of balloons and celebration and victory. Mothers skip and hug one another. People are rested and full of energy. 
everything is in full colour like the yellow brick road. It is a long, arduous walk to get to do what the fuck makes you happy land. But when you arrive, you have freedom and acceptance from anyone who lives here. It is a wondrous place to live. Sadly, though, most people never find this land because it takes courage, bravery and determination. It does. <laughs> Do you think in the Make You Happy Land, you are therefore making others unhappy in another land nearby? Not in that land, because everyone's happy and everyone understood how it works. Sounds nice. It does sound nice. It yeah. does sound nice. It does. If you come across a person who has boundaries, who implements them, who is very self-assured and very self-aware, you know where you stand with that person. Mm. There's no falsity. There's no, there's no confusion. There's no, well, are they saying what they think they're saying? And should they? And there's, there's none of that fucking noise of they're saying yes because they want to be there. They're saying no because they don't. It's really simple. Mm. It's simple. We overcomplicate everything by not implementing our boundaries. And that starts with the word no. So what worked? Being honest. Yeah. That was quite nice because. Not that I would ever lie to this person, but you know, I could just to save my own embarrassment, I could have gone like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I don't have a car or some nonsense, but yeah. I couldn't. I yeah. wouldn't because I'm, I am honest, but also it, it's just better to just tell the truth. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Um, and also not automatically just saying yes to things that make me feel resentful, like just coming in at half past 10 and doing half an hour of washing yeah. up in the kitchen. Yeah. So that was good. What worked for you? Um, focusing on my yes, mm. that worked. Mm -hmm. So when I came in that day and I had a million things to do in the house, just I knew I needed to sit down and yeah. just chill. And yeah, it really worked. Yeah. I, I find that I find that more powerful because I'm focusing on something positive rather than negative. That really yes, works for me. Yes, I agree. What didn't work for you? Um, not communicating clearly enough with my daughter. And I actually had another thing with Adam about the remote control and it really doesn't matter because it's a small thing. But I didn't, I didn't go through the steps yeah. and I didn't make it clear why, you know, what my no was. I just got a bit irritated by it and just sort of stamped my feet and said, no, you're not going to St. John's. Wedding. No, I'm not picking you up. It doesn't work. Because then it becomes about, God, mummy's in such a mood. I don't care because I actually still feel mummy's decision is the decision end of. But I'm but say it wasn't a parenting no. Okay. Say it was a different no. If it was a different no, yes, but it was a parenting no. So I'm putting it in your parenting land yes. where you have full discretion to say no. Yes. And that's the end of the No, story. I don't feel guilty about yeah. the no. I, I Honestly, I don't. I'm just saying I didn't handle it as effectively as I would have liked to. Okay. That's all. I tell you what didn't work for me. I never feel I am the most important person. You know, we said in the introduction, you are the most important yeah. person. I don't feel like that. And I always feel the children's needs are more important than my needs. I chose to have them. That was my active choice. And it is now my duty to put their needs before my own. That's how I feel. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's how I feel. Okay. What's that got to do with no? Because we said in the introduction, you are the most important person. So your needs, okay. your wants, your yeses, your noes must come first. Your feelings must come first. And I don't feel like that. I may feel like that when they've left home. I think it's very, that's very binary. It's very black and white. And there's obviously so much grey 
here. And of course, the children's stuff needs to be prioritised a lot of the time. But I think that you cannot forget about yourself because you can't look after your children and be that that centre of the family when you are in a depleted place. Very true. What did you learn? I have learned that yeah. um, saying no, you're going to piss people off. It, it is part of that. Mm. And so I think, as I said before, I think this is not about saying no. It's about making your peace with upsetting somebody else or making somebody else uncomfortable. It's not about the no. Yeah. Um, so I think we need to go even deeper with that. That's what I learned. Um, also, if you if you don't say no, mm. you compromise yourself and your own well-being. And that is a fact. Yep. It's just a fact that saying no has got to be in your self-care box. Yeah. And you? How deep the conditioning is as a woman to people, please. That's what I learned. What do you know about yourself that you didn't know before? I really need to preserve my energy. So this, I guess this is a bit more energetic for me, that my no comes into really protecting what's around me. If that Does that make sense? Yeah. And saying no to external sources that aren't good for me mm. um, is, is hard but very necessary. Yes. I'm not sure I articulated that right. I know what you mean. I understand. But, but I'm very sensitive and I pick up on energy very, very quickly. So if yeah. bad energy comes into my field, yeah. then I pick up on it. And that really, that can really sort of floor me. Yeah. And then I can be like really off kilter for the next hour, two hours, day, two days. And so I really need to protect that. That's what I've learned. That's what I've found out about myself. That's a good thing to learn about yourself. Yeah, but it's hard because then it comes with so many boundaries. Yeah. Because I have to be very boundaried about what I let in. Yeah, I get and, that. And then we're back to the people pleasing thing. I get that. And what about you? Uh, how uncomfortable and unused to saying no I am and how I do spend quite a lot of time feeling resentful but if I was a man I think these things would literally gloss over me <laughs> and my husband often notes that I have no problem saying no to him yes but I have lots of problems saying no to other people and I actually think a lot of the time he would like me to in fact he encourages me to have better boundaries with other people because he sees I suppose what he sees is the taking and the taking and the taking and me going, yes, 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 of course. And, well, then, and then he sees a tired, resentful and the, wife. And I'm depleted and yes. then I'm depleted at home. So I think he, I, I think he must find it quite tricky because he, he can see I'm very happy and I have full boundaries with him, but I don't with other people. Yep. And so he actually- How annoying. <laughs> I know it must be quite hard. So he, he does encourage me to try and do that. And, and it is, it, it, I think it is a bit like a muscle. I think it does just need a bit yeah, of, I, of exercising and stretching yes. and using. Yes. So yes, I will continue to try and use it yeah. in answer to our normal next question. Yeah. How can people apply it in a simple way that doesn't create more work? Start small. Yep. Start small. Say no to a little thing that doesn't have a huge outcome. Yep. I'd say and see how that feels. Like mindful chef. <laughs> like mindful chef. Say no to that. <laughs> you know what? It would have sat badly with me if I'd have done no, it over the fine. phone. So it's such no, a I tiny, stupid thing. But yes, yeah, start small. I, I love it. that. Start small. I, I just want to say that you can apply it. Just, just think of this. Mm. Your self-worth does not depend on how much you do for other people. Yeah, I like that. And I need to maybe tattoo it on myself. 
<laughs> on your forehead. Maybe not there. <laughs> your self-worth does not depend on how much you do for other people. Nice. And I say that to every woman. Nice. I'm going to say in the question of would you recommend this to your clients? I don't think that a week has ever come up where it is more applicable to my birth clients. Because in the case of prepping couples for birth, no is an absolute must. Yeah. You must question things. Yeah. You must have boundaries. You must know your limits. You must own your body. You yeah. must own your birth. So it is very, very important to understand what you are saying yes to and what you are saying no to. So yep. yes, I definitely advocate for saying no in the case of preparing for birth. Yes. And of course, I use this with my clients. On, on my group coaching, we do a whole week on saying no. Absolutely. There's a whole week dedicated to it. Well, maybe I need to do that week. <laughs> Just come on the course. Is it coming in the club? Uh, 100,000 million percent. No is a yes. No is a yes. And I want to leave us with this little quote, which I never do on here. Go on. I just thought this was so beautiful. Will did wisely. No is an instrument of integrity and a shield against exploitation. It often takes courage to say it is hard to receive, but setting limits sets us free. Very nice, Nicole. Isn't that lovely? Really nice. If you enjoy the show, want to be part of the club, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at selfcareclubpod. And if you like what we do and want to let us know, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? It really, really helps us out. And finally, if you want to give us any suggestions on what you want to try out or let us know what you've tried and what the practices are and how it's helped you, please be sure to send us a message on our socials for a chance to be featured on the show. And we will be back next week with a brand new show. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. The Motherkind Podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident, and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment, and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. <laughs>